Hey, welcome to Thoughtful Thursday. I'm Amy. Hi, I'm Lisa. And uh, today we're going to talk in First Chronicles, it's chapter 16, verses 28 and 29. Um, and so, oh, did, yeah, I did the right one. No, I'm it's in the wrong. I'm in the I'm wrong. I'm like, I'll, I did Chronicles. No. I could do that. Are we doing Philippians? Yes, we're doing Yay. Philippians. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is what I get for having multiple of these, and I flipped to the wrong page. Um, let's see. Ah, Philippians 2, okay. verses 3 and 7. <laughs> there we go. So we'll get to that here in just a moment, but uh, we're going to ask uh, questions. I like asking questions. Okay. And I brought you in because I want this one, and you're a teacher. Yeah. So asking questions is good. So we'll get to that in just a moment. So we'll see you shortly. Okay. We're back. We're back. Um, so uh, Philippians, verse, or chapter 2, verses 3 through 7. Would you like to start us off? Sure. Do you mind, do you mind if I read all the way um, through 8 to complete a sentence? You can read all the way if okay. you feel like that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, Philippians, uh, chapter 2, starting verse 3. Don't do anything for selfish purposes, but with humility, think of others as better than yourselves. Instead of each person watching out for their own good, watch out for what is better for others. Adopt the attitude that was in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Though he was not in the form of God, he did not consider himself... I'm trying that again. Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and by becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. And, oh, excuse me. Um, you're in CEB, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> I um, flipped around. It's not that I want to pick the best uh, translation to express my, the point, but I, I will flip between different translations to, I, to the one I think is clearest. Mm -hmm. for understanding. Absolutely. I love doing that too. I, uh, I, I check on, like I go through them and I check the different ones that I like the most. And then like if I'm unsure of how to understand something, I'll go through and I'll, I'll compare all of them and I'll go, well, that word makes more sense to me. And it, it's a matter of like, you can get some of that, those old English words or even Greek words. So right. um, it's nice to hear the different translations. But as we're looking into that, we're talking about Jesus and how he's, um, he is God, but then he's serving and he's come as human to serve. And so um, he, he's humbling himself and he, he suffers and be, as a human, to save us. And so this whole wraps up in this little verse, um, but in, in doing that, how um, in our everyday conversations, everyday moments, can we take that, that likeness of God where he, you are, he, he is like God, but he humbles himself. How, how can we use that in our normal conversations? I think it's a good question and a hard question. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's, in other places in the gospel, uh, gospel Jesus tells his disciples, I'm among you as one who serves. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think that's also reflected in this, this passion in Philippians, right? The idea of uh, being a servant. And, by, and, and to really serve people, I think, is an act of humility, right? You really have to put yourself in a, in a second, secondary position mm -hmm. in order to um, serve someone in a way that shows that they're valued, right? So we can go through the motions and do, um, and I think that can happen sometimes. We go through the motions of doing these things we think we have to or obligated to or it's the right thing to do. Um, but the, the spirit of this first part of this verse is really not doing that stuff for yourself, mm -hmm. right? And really placing the other person in front of you in order to serve them. Absolutely. Um, you're talking about uh, the being second. Right. And there's this whole thing where you can see online that is, I am second. And okay. the, I, it's one of those where it's like, I, I love the thought behind that, but is that stating that still not putting the other person first? So it's one of right. those where it's like, <laughs> you have to draw that line and make sure that you're not shouting out, I am second, You're, right. you are acting on that, I, um, I am second, and showing others that they're first. So yes. it, it, it's the act, the, more than just the act of doing, but actually giving that, the, the heart of it, and not just, <laughs> just wearing a band that says, I am second. Right, and it's like a real balance, right? Because we mm -hmm. don't want to like go through the motions of service, like I said, but we are certainly called on to it in our service to make ourselves, not make yourself invisible, because certainly, you know, no one wants to be invisible, but mm -hmm. to not advertise, like, I'm doing this because I am, I'm just putting you first because you, no, that's mm -hmm. not the, that's not the right, that's not the spirit uh, that, that Christ served with. Yes, correct. And so that, that's where I got to my second question, is coming into that, and so how do we ask the questions that are helping others instead of doing it for them, instead of just giving them the answers? How are we um, like asking them questions to get their minds thinking? Um, again, tough because I, and I think that in some ways, like, so as a parent, like you just want to be able like, here's the answer, right? <laughs> it, especially when it's taking a really long time for your child to do what they need. And in some ways when you are, um, whether you're sharing with somebody about the gospel, or just sharing your experience, or you're teaching in front of, like, in DZ, or, or when I teach at UNL, like, the goal is for people to come to their own conclusions. Mm -hmm. And so um, it requires one, patience. Like, patience <laughs> is part of this, that if you really want people to know that you are um, in conversation with them, it does take patience and listening. I think, to there's not necessarily asking the right questions, but being willing to ask a question that is an open sort of end of question. So mm -hmm. not like, um, you know, what happens here? Like, why do you think this happened this way? What, what's your feeling when you read this sort of passage or you have this sort of experience? Um, and allow people to, one, be in their own space and not to, and I, have, I know I have a tendency to do this, not to like jump in to try to like cut off it's like well really what's happened here no um let people finish their thoughts and then like it's another question it's always another question right is mm -hmm. is to to for, sort of follow up well why did you react that way what where do you see this word or the set of words or the sentence going next, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, I, I pull up my kids all the time <laughs> in that too. It's like, oh, but oh, okay, so you have to, yeah, you have to take that moment and 
pause and let yourself actually be second. Let them grow in what they're thinking, in their process. Because if they don't grow in a process, it's going to flatline. And it's like, okay, you want them to grow. You want others around you to grow in that sense too. And so, yeah, uh, figuring out where those open-ended questions are. And I think like the why and the how questions are um, just as important as the what and the where mm -hmm. kinds of questions, those are more closed-ended. But even with, like, you know, I work with, like, third graders, and they they have great answers. If you let them just say them, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're, yeah, definitely quite fun. <laughs> uh, I, I, mine's a fourth grader now, but, yeah, I did this is a similar age range. Yeah. It's like, some questions and then some answers. It's, you just ha you have to work with them, it, and it's not it, it, it's it's a process of working through. And so um, discerning those questions and finding those, um, it might seem so difficult in some situations because like it's so closed off, and there's all like all these things that are going on around us. Like, okay, how are we supposed to be more um, open to? Uh, everybody welcoming to everybody, but still be founded on uh, the the, <laughs> the word of God, and so it's like okay, so we have to remember all of this, but then we have to talk to these people, and so how do we open that up, but still be founded founded on our own principles too? And so how do you how do you discern those moments? How do you help? Um, so one of the things that I actually like to say to my students if they when they used to be able to come visit me in my office or um, when they, now we do things on, done things on Zoom this past semester. Um, it, even if I know potentially what they're, this is just a general life thing, like mm -hmm. potentially what they are coming to talk to me about, what can I do for you, right? And I mean, that sounds customer servicey, I guess. But really my intent is what can I do for you, mm -hmm. right? And maybe I can't do exactly what you're asking, right? Um, but what can I do to, support your decision making, what can I do to facilitate you finding the answer on your own? And you know, as a, as a, a person who, who strives to be uh, Christ-like as best I can, I think many of us, like many of us try, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is, is, I think often about um, how, there were certain moments when Jesus preached Mm -hmm. There are so many other moments where he was just present with people. Yeah. And present in a way that when you read the scripture about it, that seemed very comforting to the person that was there, right? You get that sense. So I think it is, um, you know, there, I, I do a lot of like imagining in my head about how these things look, like staging, right? So like there had to be a posture of openness, a posture of comfort, right? So that people, even if they don't know your value system, they don't know who you are, where you come from, you are demonstrating that you are a person that is ready to listen and is trustworthy. Absolutely. I love that because you hit two really good points. Great. Especially with, <laughs> with scripture because Jesus, um, uh, there's the blind beggar on the road and he asks him, what can I, what can I do for you? Um, words are <laughs> not exactly that's, there, but that's the, the point. Gist. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, he asks them. And um, that's actually one of the books that I have started to look into is um, the, like, there are like three questions that Jesus, Jesus actually answers, but he asks like 300. 
So he's, how, what, what are these questions? Is like, the one of them is, what can I do for you? Um, and then, um, oh, I'm blanking. Uh, the, the, oh, the, the, the position of opening us and just listening, because that's, he did a lot of just listening too. And so that, 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 that's, that's how Jesus acts. And so having those is kind of like those core moments of, yeah, okay, what can I do? But hey, I'm just here. So, well, and I think like the, when I, when I think about this past, you're talking about like the, what can I do for you? There is the straightforward, like I need this thing, but mm -hmm. I need this other thing that yeah. I, I haven't either said or taken or I've been afraid to say to somebody. Yep. Um, and that is more of the, the depth of maybe what they really need. And so by having that open space, you can allow that person to feel more comfortable mm -hmm. to share those things. Oh yeah, and and that's part of um, building up a rapport with them, being right. being open with them, open with them more often, all the time technically, but having them come to you more. The more they they come to you and ask you questions is part of being a teacher. They they, they should come ask you questions. <laughs> I hope I, that would be the goal. <laughs> if if, they, if they're not asking you questions, then they they're either missing something or they already. And that's not why they're supposed to be in school. So I loved asking questions as a student. That was part of my growing up and upbringing is like asking questions is good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I, I love how, how that wraps up in that. And so I thank you very much. Um, this was great about asking questions and finding ways to have others come to you and being open to that as well. So I thank you. Is there anything like you want to top it off and say yes, this or? Uh, no, <laughs> I could go on for a long time, but I know you have a block of time. Oh, yes. Uh, well, I, we, we want to make sure our time is very intentional. Yes. That's my word for this year, intentional. So um, 15 minutes is pretty good. Great. And I thank you very much you're for welcome. coming in. We'll be back next week. And you're going to be back I will be back well. next week. I'm excited. Um, we'll see what comes up with what God leads us into and where we're at. So thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day.